Psalm 20, to the choir master, a psalm of David. May the Lord answer you in the day of trouble. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May he send you help from the sanctuary and give you support from Zion. May he remember all your offerings and regard with favor your burnt sacrifices, Salah. May he grant your heart's desire and fulfill all your plans. May we shout for joy over your salvation. In the name of our God, set up our banners. May the Lord fulfill all your petitions. Now I know that the Lord saves his anointed. He will answer from his holy heaven and with the saving might of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. They collapse and fall, but we rise and stand upright. O Lord, save the king. May he answer us when we call. Reading today from the English Standard Version. Uh, this is the first of um, two royal psalms in a row. Uh, they're royal psalms because they're talking um, specifically about a king. They're praying for the king. And um, and we know that they're addressed to the king because, um, for instance, uh, in verse 5, may the Lord fulfill all your petitions. Uh, obviously, it's not the Lord. And it's actually not um, the people. Sometimes you might... Uh, the you might be referring to people, because in this case, uh, apparently the Hebrew is um, a second person singular and masculine. So it's referring specifically to the king. Um, and I think there's an interesting time for this to come up. I didn't plan it. Uh, this series of Psalms actually fits in really well with the, uh, the elections um, that are actually ongoing right now in the United States and will wrap up. Um, soon and um, reminds me of the, the complex uh, relationship we have with our government. Um, the government is, uh, is something that um, we, we feel like we need to honor. Um, Psalms like this um, make clear that the government is something that uh, needs to be honored. And yet we know from, um, from many examples that the government is often uh, a source of evil. And so there's a little bit of a tension there. Um, I think one way to resolve this tension, there's a theological concept of common grace. And the idea is that um, God has allowed all of us to experience uh, some of his grace because we don't live in a world where evil thrives. There are checks and balances on evil and the governments often play that role. You know, sometimes they um, uh, create evil. Uh, I think of, for instance, the Stalinist um, Soviet Union, where there was an, a considerable amount of, of evil going on because of the government, but, um, but it also prevents evil in many ways. And, and, um, and that's something that I think is important to remember. Um, so that's why uh, I think it's appropriate to, uh, to pray for our government, to pray for our leaders. Uh, we don't have kings. The kings aren't, um, uh, you know, our leaders don't directly represent our nations the way they did uh, in in ancient times. Um, but I think we still owe um, owe our uh, our leaders some uh, gratitude and respect, uh, even when they aren't doing 100% uh, the right thing. Um, I'll have a little bit more to say about this tomorrow.